I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're listening to Petty Little Things with your hosts, Victoria Secret and Davina Devine. Hey, hey petty bitches. bitches. This is Davina Devine. Oh my God, I'm eating a piece of tissue. <laughs> I was wondering what was on your face. I was I, like, oh my God. Can I be honest? I thought it was like, I was like, oh my God, did she have a coleslaw or something? Did she have a coleslaw cream? <laughs> Either that or else you were just eating a coleslaw sandwich. Oh no, it was absolutely gross. Well, hello, petty bitches. And welcome to Petty Little Things. This is Davina, Davina Tissue Devine. <laughs> <laughs> and this is Victoria Judgy Secret. Extra judgy because it's Christmas. Uh, well, we, it, it was it is our Christmas episode, and uh, this will be our last episode before the nativity, before the big day. Yeah, and, and because of, Jesus, of that, H Christ, Jesus, Helena, Christ, fully. And Davina has asked me because it's so close to Christmas to sing her favorite Christmas song. So here it goes: <laughs> We wish you a merry Christmas. We wish Christmas. you a merry Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. I only know two lines, unfortunately. My favorite Christmas song is. Um, Oh, come ye merry gentlemen. <laughs> Anything about gentlemen coming over. <laughs> oh my God. Were you an altar boy? I was. And I was in the choir, the queer choir. Why does that not surprise me that you were an altar boy? No. And I was always in charge of the belts. You know, if you were having the, um, you know, our belt. <laughs> Hold on, wait, wait, wait. Now, when you say belts, are you talking about you were in charge of the priest's accessories? Yeah, no, the belts that like the altar boys would wear because, you know, like for each kind of festive season, they'd be different color. So you'd have like, say on one side, it'd be green. Most of the time it was green. Like that was kind of like all year round. And then around like maybe Easter, it would be like, say on the flip side of the green, it'd be yellow. So maybe around Easter, you turn it to yellow. And around Christmas time, there was red and a purple belt. So I used to be like, okay, guys, we're wearing the purple belt today. (laughs) (laughs) Which is weird because you're still like, you're mad about themes. So you're still very strict on Uh, themes. Yeah, I am very. And it does come from a very Catholic... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my god Davina the queen of the Catholic accessories um, Were the belts double sided so one side was one colour Yeah one sided was like They're actually kind of fab One side was like red and one side was purple And I always used to make sure that I got out early So I'd get like 
pick like clean fresh smock <laughs> <laughs> and did you make sure that the other altar boys matched their belts to their earrings or what was the story with yeah, that yeah and braced and their nails always had to be like the same <laughs> like toes and fingers <laughs> nail check nail check time everyone <laughs> um, yeah so I used to love that and then the, of course the choir, there was always one altar boy that was, he was kind of shy and I always just make sure that he'd get the, the rope that had the velcro that was good, like on the neck that was kind of like wearing oh off oh my god yes and he was always looking for a safety pin who can I close this where's the safety pin I'm like I don't know you have to ask the priest <laughs> <laughs> I love it oh my god I like honestly it's no surprise that you were an altar boy because like anything you do you were made to be on the stage regardless yeah. so I could see you pushing your way to the front and all with the with the you weren't allowed to touch the wine or the bread were you <laughs> it's uncommon. No, we weren't, we weren't allowed it? to, but I used to. Little nipple. Do you um, have a sneaky nipple? Yeah, of course, because like say, like if you were doing like say like um say like a half ten mass, you'd come in early and the priest would be doing like say the half nine mass, so he'd be on on stage like at, at the pulpit. <laughs> I still and, call it the stage as well. And they had a press with the wine, and I was like, Oh, here. So uh, uh, maybe in me, I was only I'd say about like nine or ten uh-huh. but I was and always you know because in like mass like drinking the wine is like such a thing and eating the bread is a thing and I was like oh my god so I'd always like eat a few little bread rounds before <laughs> I go on <laughs> and then I had to taste the wine and the wine isn't like it's not red it's like this weird like it's like the colour of like a Southern Comfort kind of colour oh. and yeah and it's actually gross it's like it's actually horrible wine like you wouldn't be like having a few glasses that you know it's not like Kylie wine. Watching that's jiggy. real. Jesus well, uh, wine or Kylie wine, which is it? Mm, <laughs> no. Uh, but yeah, no, I always remember, do you know what I always remember about it as well as like, you know, you do the procession or whatever and I would always fall asleep. <laughs> I, would, <laughs> I would always, and I'd be always in this, like they'd be reading like the gospel or whatever and I would be, not the gospel because you could, you have to, I think, kneel for that. But one of the things when you'd be talking like for a really long spiel. So you were great could, at that though, were you? Oh, the kneeling. Yeah, but, I listen. <laughs> Got better with age, <laughs> but you know that feeling of like when you're trying to fight off. It's like when you're in the cinema and you're trying to fight off the sleeping. And it's just like it's like you can't, and it's dark, and it's all just getting closing in. Oh, so yeah, I hate that. Like honestly, mass it, like in general is hard to stay awake for. But I used to count the words in the pamphlets to stay awake. Like I'd oh, be like yeah. one, two, three, and if I got to the end of the pamphlet, I'd start mm-hmm. all over again. Well, I tell you this as well, like my mom, I always used to like, you never come to my mom, like never, like my family weren't really religious at all. I don't uh-huh. even know how I got involved in this. Okay. My mom was like, I kept saying, you never come to see me. You know, as if I was in some <laughs> kind of show, you never come to see me. And she was like, okay, I will, I will, I'll come to mass, I'll come. To-. And she was just like, and I was watching her, I could see her in the crowd and she started fall asleep. I swear to God, <laughs> I swear to God, she was like this, nodding off and I was human oh I was God. watching her and I kept going like this <laughs> <laughs> like from the top of the church because like that was going to wake but you know when someone coughs someone else coughs yeah. and is gone and I did kind of actually she kind of woke up then but I'll never forget it we still laugh about it like to this day she's oh like <laughs> sitting not, like up the front falling asleep not anymore you cough now and 60 people are going to get a test the next well, day <laughs> that's true um, uh, that's true 
Kamir, before we get into things, uh, next week is our last, well, not next week, in two weeks is our last mm-hmm. episode of the year. And yes. last year we finished it off by doing Rotter of the Year. So I'm doing a call out. I'm calling out everyone um, yeah. because we want to hear from you. So slide into our Petty Little Things pod uh, DMs, not our personal mm-hmm. uh, DMs, the Petty Little Things pod on our Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, and let us know things you'd like to leave in 2021. Is it a person? Is it a, yes. a business? Is it a thing? Or is it just something that absolutely drives? Drove you insane. Yeah, we want to know should old acquaintance be forgot? That's what we really want to know. <laughs> oh, I wish uh, we yeah, could. So, well, we'll get into it now. We'll get into it in the the last uh, episode. episode. Do let us know if there's something that you think uh, kind of almost like your rotter of the year mixed with something that you would like to forget or leave behind. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And uh, so that is going to be our main episode and we've already planned our Patreon episode, which is basically where it's time to dish the dirt. We have done about 200 virtuals. It is time <laughs> to get into the nitty gritty and hopefully, hopefully we'll be leaving virtuals in, in 2021. Who knows? Well, don't jinx us, don't jinx us. <sighs> so stay tuned. That's all to come. Yes. But in this episode, we are going to be getting into some hot topics, but we're also going to be having on a friend of the show, uh, Chef Stuart O'Keefe, mm-hmm. who is a sh- celebrity chef based over in LA and he has a new book coming out um, which is actually just now available over this side of the Atlantic. Um, it's like a housewife kind of parody book. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have to say, I actually, I just, I got mine in the post there the other day. Mm, must be and... nice to be on the PR list. <laughs> <laughs> no, you bought it, didn't you? I bought it, yeah, I bought yes. it. I'm very supportive mm-hmm. and I think it's it's actually a genius book. The recipes are really fun mm-hmm. and if you watch Housewives, you'll love it. Like, it's a great gift and yeah. yeah. So we, we we get into all the juicy topics with him. Uh, but I think let's let's get into a bit of a girly goss. Let's talk about Ooh. it all D. First thing I want to get into you with is you got me drunk at your show specifically. Now when I say she got me drunk, yeah, I went to the bar. I went to the I'm bar. Kinda, every yeah, five I'm like, now hang on a second. That's like, you know, of like a blanket statement, bloodbath. Like, <laughs> well, anyway. So then she took advantage. We, we went up to the dressing room after the show. My friend Russell was here from New York, and Davina wheels out her latest gadget that she's obsessed with, which is a microphone and speaker that she can take anywhere with her. Drag it's a shows, mobile PA system. A drag, mobile PA. <laughs> she's about to do a drag show on Grafton Street with this one. She's going busking, and yeah. she's like, "Next thing, she goes live, and she goes, come on, come on, Victoria, we we'll, we'll do some karaoke. We we'll do some karaoke.' And I'm like, oh yeah.'" yeah yeah, yeah, I think it was great. Like, and anyone who's ever heard me sing knows how bad I am. Next thing she shoves on something I can't resist, which is a bit of Westlife Fly Without Wings. <laughs> <laughs> My mouth's <ma> watching. <laughs> oh, was she? She yes. was? Oh, God. And that was quite late. So, yeah, we have started to do uh, dressing room karaoke post show. And especially if uh, there's some guests on that would normally be a talented vocalist, it's nice to just see people get fucked up. And of course, the videos are always deleted. We never save them. Like, never. nobody nobody wants to let their rinse repeat that. Uh, so, <laughs> it's, it's a one hit. You have to be standing around waiting. Although, that being said, like I'm thinking probably it's like, you know, one o'clock in the morning. Cause like usually when the show would be finished and that what's what time it would be. But lately our show has been wrapping up at all kinds of earliness. <laughs> at, at the early time of 11 PM. Oh, took me up, took me up. Um, well, even earlier now, it's like, like sometimes the show wraps up like 10 o'clock now. Oh, it's Christ, bizarre. Christ. Mm. Well, my mom texts me the next day and goes, how's the head? Saw you <laughs> and Davina singing the songs on our Instagram live. I was like, oh, for fuck's sake, Jesus. <laughs> 
<laughs> like literally like torture but you know I do feel like that's a visual representation of what is going on in our mind for the last year uh-huh. like we're back to doing um, obviously everything is seated now and it's table service tables of six and blah 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 don't go yeah. out over Christmas because you'll die according to Nephis <laughs> like that's the rules yeah, yeah. just ridiculous uh, so I like the last couple of weeks I have to say it's been a real a particular head fuck because I was just thinking we came back from having no shows to having this situation now yeah. and then we had people back where it was like packed like nightclub like normal life again yeah. and now we're back here again I know like I did my show there on Thursday I swear to God I could see every single face in the crowd it was like doing an intimate gig you know one of those like MTV unplugged <laughs> you know <when> yeah. like <laughs> did you have your contacts in because normally you're a blind bitch can't see oh no I, no, I, no I always wear contacts now lately so I can I can see everybody and I was like let's if anyone has any questions <laughs> just feel free to ask because <laughs> this like you know I can actually hear you you don't even need a microphone I can actually hear you yeah. so that that was very strange um, and yeah, I don't know how long this is going to go on for, but this is- dare I say, it, I am glad that we're still working and we're still able to work. So, so for now, I'm going to reserve too much money on it. And mm-hmm. as we've learned from good practice, enough tequilas, you can see double the audience anyway. So, That's true. you know, it's great. And also I just like to say, if anybody, the George is still open, they are open for now with this, uh, with these <laughs> restrictions in place. So I'm not taking table bookings. Yeah. <laughs> so please like stop asking me, is the George open? Can you book a table? Hold on, wait, wait. I, let's, don't go, don't put it through me. Let's do a little reenactment here. I'm going to be one of the customers DMing you okay. about information. Uh, hi, Edwin, love. I love your show. I'm just dying to see you. I, uh, is there any tables this Thursday? Uh, it's me, me boyfriend, and uh, me five best friends. Lock. <laughs> <laughs> do you do not block? Do you reply? No, no, I do. I, I like. I always just kind of have. Uh, it's, it's everything goes through like their website or truth. Even don't just mail them. DM yeah, them yeah. <laughs> like, you, you know what I realised is though You can get an answer quicker off drag queen Than you can a business well, that's true. And well, that that's is true. why people do it There's no patience in the world left anymore yeah. so, No it's it's just Sometimes I, I just think Do people realise the questions that they're actually asking Sometimes some of the questions I don't know if it's a COVID thing People Are, are people just losing their minds like, Well we are so yes Yeah I suppose I don't know Common sense seems to just go out the window But uh, the George has all the details on their Instagram If anyone wants to book and yeah, right now it is open <laughs> for how long? Who fucking knows? Fully well. I'll give you a laugh. Today I had um, a gig on Virgin Media Television for their Christmas party. I was hosting mm-hmm. it with Karen uh, Coster. It is Coster or Costner. God, it's so bad. I spent the it's day It's Coster. Coster, knew that, knew that. Anyway, so arrive in and I went in a tracksuit with my face painted and I was like, I had like grand visions of, you know, uh, I'll be given a little dressing room down the hall. <laughs> and I got there and, and girl, like between you and me, I snuck a little liter in my bag and a bit of seven up because it's a lunchtime gig but I was like Do you know what I'll, I'll enjoy this more if I have a little bevy so I get there and they were lovely they treated me amazing but I was like so um they were like oh do you need to get ready and I was like yeah no problem oh yeah there's a toilet just down the end uh, of the hall there you can use that if you like and I was like perfect I was like okay great and I was like there's me thinking I'm signing up for like you know the big grand dressing room no it just shows you it can be 18 years later and you're still the drag queen getting into your costume in the yeah, fucking toilet. but also it's TV tree or TV, it's meant to be TV tree <laughs> Virgin Media yeah. it's Virgin Media like it's not RTA like they don't have massive space yeah. so I totally get it but listen 
listen, you know, like I remember last year doing those virtuals and having to like squeeze into a lady's toilet, whereas like it was open still to the public. So it's oh like, oh my God. So you're just like, it's like you do a panic dress. You're just going to get dressed real quick so nobody comes in. <laughs> Honestly, yes. Well, I, there was an accessible toilet. I legged it into that one, but two people tried to come in while I was there and there was no lock oh, on yeah. the first door. And I was trying to like, you know, um, put tights on and all out like that. Nobody needed to see that. Nobody. There is. I, I'm really feared of accessible toilets now. Like usually if like you run in and it's terrible, no, you shouldn't be using it. But I, like I was caught one time um, in an accessible toilet by someone who really did need to use it. Oh, yeah. And I will never forget the guilt and shame that oh, I felt God, yeah. for doing it. Like I really do. Like I like felt so fucking You're bad to this right. day. And it was around Christmas time. So I will cram myself into a gents cubicle or yeah. like you know, I never I thought will, of that though like never yeah. thought of that and that is awful um, it the, is the people that were knocking on the door just to be clear were also not needing an accessible of toilet course. either I know, you know what I, mean? I know it's just something that to be mindful of yeah but, uh, not to be in a shame in me on national radio <laughs> well listen if I'm getting shamed you're getting shamed so what is it you I've say been- Shame, shame. I know your name. Oh, that's it. <laughs> she loves the jingle, that one. Loves the jingle. I do. Um, I do. Uh, over the weekend, we um, we got hot and sexy in the boxing ring in, the, in South Circle oh, yes. Road. So Very we did. Good. Um, mm. The lovely Carl um, Broderick Actually, and Alan speaking Hughes. of speaking of dressing rooms. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, we got ready in the toilets there. Yeah, well, actually, I didn't. I When I arrived, you were obviously getting ready for meet and greets and all that stuff with the girls. Uh-huh. And they were like, oh, yeah, we have a room out here for you. In the outhouse, there's yeah. like a separate no, it's the building. Gym. It's the gym. Oh, I know, because I walked in, I could smell the testosterone and sweaty oh, arse. Was I, I was like, I was like, now I'm home. Come on, fellas, I'm ready when you are. And it was just, it was me, Regina, and actually Stephen Dowler was with us. And we were standing in this room. It was fucking Baltic. And there was like an electric heater on the wall <laughs> that you had to push that had like a timer. And oh I was like, it was freezing. I was like, whoo, I was like, I'll keep my jacket on in here. <laughs> and then it kept going off. And I was like, Regina, did you not pay the bills? <laughs> oh, it was actually some crack. We were very lucky that Alan and Carl said we could use the space after them. But like, um, the stage was very fancy. But I have to say, I was cackling to myself the next day when I, uh, I introduced Davina on stage and she said, I'm going to start in the audience. And I was pointing to the light man going, stick the spotlight over there. She's in the audience. And she just stands up and starts lip syncing from a chair. The audience it was quite fancy. To me. It was kind of like an Adele special or something. <laughs> it was. I felt like it was. I was sitting over there with uh, Brian, who was doing the door. And I was sitting there with Stephen. And we were kind of sitting there, to, we were kind of like over to the side Um all those seats were kind of free. So we were like sitting over there, but I felt like it was really like the bad girls club. It like was. if that was school, we would have been like smoking over there, like <laughs> sucking dick. <laughs> so it, everything you were doing, you're saying you did. Yeah. <laughs> we were like, Hey, look at those bitches. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, and then you said, Oh, you're on fifth. I was like, okay. And then we were like, you're after Paul. And then I was like, I was like, all right, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. Getting ready. Then it just comes and goes. I was like, right, well, I'm not on now. Yeah, and then I, was like, I'm, I was like, I'm going backstage now for another drink. So yes. by that stage, we had had like proper, you know, early night pre-drink stops. Yeah. So I was getting, the more it was going, I was like, oh, fuck. And then I started to go, because if I start to get a little bit drunk, like, I, I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> like, <laughs> like when I, I just kind of like, I get very... Very loose, let's just say. Like, not messy, loose. So it turned out it was actually perfectly, perfectly fine. But I have to say, what a great venue, great space. Yeah. And stage was amazing. And actually great crowd. It was great to see 
a new bit of drag. Yeah. I actually didn't realise how much I'm sick of you bitches. Like, <laughs> Right. You know, well, firstly, your dad, right. Because I feel like everyone felt like rebel bitches in the audience. You know what mm. I mean? Like that we were kind of getting one over on the government. Because to be honest, yeah. the event wasn't wasn't going to be able to happen because of restrictions. And then we, we got one over and found a way around it. But Juno. You were so Birch, lucky and so genius. Juno was brilliant. And brilliant. I, I, I'm familiar with Juno from online, but I didn't really know Silky. Yeah. I and I have to keep, say Silky Nutmeg Ganache. I have to call her her full name all it's the time. It's hard to I say. Don't. Do you not think it's hard to say? There's no, so many M's and M's in it. Nutmeg Ganache. You have to really think no, about it. I love it. Silky Nutmeg Ganache. I like. I could call her that like all night. I was like, <laughs> Silky Nutmeg Ganache, can we get a picture? <laughs> <laughs> what did you make of the month anyway? I really enjoyed it. Like it was just, I, I felt like I was kind of like having out of body experience. I was actually just watching a really fun drive. It just, I missed what things were before. Yeah. It felt kind of normal. Yeah, no. Do you know that kind of way? Yeah, totally. It was really fun. I really enjoyed it. And and thanks to Alan Carr. Like it was, it was yeah. great that they let totally. us do that. Did you bring drink in your bag? Because I have to say, there was a few old ones behind the bar in there. And they were yeah. great crack, those old ones behind the bar. Did you get to chat to them? Oh. No. No, but a, a shout out to somebody who actually, they did say they're a petty little thing listener. Yeah. And they bought you a tequila. Yeah. And they were going to bring it to you, I think maybe when you're on stage. And uh. then I said, oh, I'll give it to her. She's backstage. And they were like, like okay and then they were like I was like I'll take it and I was actually on my way to Alan Hughes's dressing room at the time just to say hi and I just drank it and I was like oh bless, bless. he's like so I was like, so thanks for the shot. I don't oh, really yeah. Do, I, do you know what? Actually, shout out to your mate, Lisa, because I just ordered um, a little hamper to say thanks for to Carl and Lisa. Sorry, not Carl, Lisa, Carl and Alan that I can drop over because Cena's are only across the road. Uh, what's her company name again? She's doing oh, all Happy these, Grace. Oh, Happy Grace. She's doing all these amazing Christmas hampers. I was like, right, mm-hmm. I'll have one of them, Lisa. Um, okay, I'm still obsessed with Davina because yesterday you shared something real weird on your Instagram story <laughs> and it's been playing on my mind all day. And um, it was about someone Woman? Was she like eating her mother's ashes or something? Yeah. So it was this lady, uh, she was a pleasant and plump lady. Yeah. And she had said, uh, she <laughs> she basically has a spoonful of her Christmas, spoonful of her mother's ashes in her Christmas dinner, like every year. So Ew. she can feel closer to her. But she says sometimes when she's feeling like she really misses her, she has a spoonful just like she's basically eating her mother's ashes, which I'm not sure how hygienic that would be, but someone did reply. It was actually Roxy Tumble Dryer from Belfast said, looks looks like she's had an awful lot of mother to eat. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. That gave me a good chuckle. And it did. She you know, she wanna go easy on the dust, let's just say. Oh my god. Well that just reminds me of like, what was that little Britain show? And uh, your mum would say for Fat Fires. Dust anybody? <laughs> well, do you know what's so like, you know, like have you seen ashes? No. Like what, so like I presume ashes? they look like cigarette butt, like ash. Yeah, but most times there's um most times there's like bits in the ashes, like the most like you know, little kind of like pebbles, like not pebbles, but like, you know, like it's not like completely smooth, like, you know, sandblasted, like sand, you know, really fine, jet mill fine sand. It can be kind of bitty, like. Like a bit of bone or something? I don't think it's bones. It's like, it's just kind of like from the fire, like, so it's just not totally smooth. So I don't like, maybe it'd be a bit crunchy if you were to eat it. Jeez, that that can't be healthy. Although Mm. when I was a kid, I did wrap up, um, like uh, some like actual grass and uh, in paper like just normal like from a copy book and tried to okay. smoke it and then I tried to smoke tea what? yeah do you know what like you're like trying to be like you know curious about things me and my friends we smoked grass in one and then we tried to smoke tea you know the inside of a tea bag oh um, my god that yeah. is depressing <laughs> so maybe we'll all be eating ashes soon do you know what I mean 
Well, we'll all be. We'll literally be ashes soon if this fucking shit doesn't continue. <laughs> if this continues. <laughs> um, well, someone who's a bit worried uh, about what her Christmas is going to be like is Katie Price. She's in the papers again today. Because oh, I know. She's We're having our weekly Katie updates. <laughs> uh, I, I, any, uh, any Katie update is a good update for me. Yeah. She's saying, because I think her court case is coming up, she's afraid it's she'll tomorrow. be Tomorrow, it's actually Wednesday. We're recording this on Tuesday, by the way. So, like, Wednesday is the the D-Day, the sentencing. Um, I don't think she'll go down. I think because she's got kids, I don't think they'll send her down. I think she'll get a good legal uh, situation behind her. But I think, like, I don't think it would do her the, it wouldn't be worse, like, if she did go down, would it? Because I think she's just, people like that just don't learn their lesson. Yeah, well, there's no point star martinis in prison. Like, what is she going to (laughs) do? No, that's true. (laughs) The martini Although, if she did go down, that would be another autobiography that she'd get to write. So that would be like, Literally, like, and you know, she'd milk that one to beat the band, like, so yeah. And she could even re release her single Free to Love Again and call it Not Free to Love Again, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not free, full stop. I just oh. love her perfume, her uh, stunning perfume. Do you remember Katie Price? Stunning by Katie Price, yeah. It was so tacky. And anytime you wore it, people would be like, Oh my god, it was so sweet, like, it would actually make your teeth rot <laughs> when you just smell it. But it's, uh, it's, you can't find it anywhere now. It's gone. She used to have so many fragrances. And I just for the laugh was looking online and like they're all gone. She obviously had like some kind of licensing deal where some company would just produce them. And then yeah. I think as her star just kind of waned, uh, they're gone. But I think she does, like, you know, she has her own brand where she does her makeup and stuff like that on. It's like her, it's all just fucking makeup from China that she just yeah. stuck, stuck her label on. So I think there's a fragrance in there as well, but it's just not the same as it was. Was it the star isn't shining the way it no, used to? No, it's such a shame. However, uh, that makeup bottle that you're talking about, is that the one with the big, like, Diamond on top, yes, and the lid the would perfect, never yes. stay on. The lid would never. just not stay on. No, and it looked like it was really heavy, like ornate glass, and it was just like chunky plastic. Oh my <laughs> god! Like, it was no, I, it was no Britney. I'm sorry, but the day I was wearing, I think it was fantasy, and Michelle Heaton from Liberty X was like, "You smell gorgeous. What are you wearing?" And I was like, "Of course, she loved it." <laughs> I, I know, honestly, that's why. That's what I was literally saying. I was like, "I was like, oh, it's Britney, bitch." And the reason I wore Britney was to cover up that blue sequin leotard because it's. Oh Stank. yeah. So the fact that she was saying, "Oh, you smell gorgeous," I was like, "More for you." <laughs> yeah. Well, Christmas is, is is specifically a time for all the smellies, isn't it? Everyone be out buying the smellies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, like. Just, Honestly, you're a lover of fragrance, but you love mm. nasty fragrances even more. No, I do not. You what do. You no, yeah. I like all kinds. No, you, okay, you like the expensive ones too, but you really enjoy a celebrity. I wear Chanel. <laughs> like I was like, that's not nasty. Just because you're wearing <laughs> Chanel, the drag queen, does not mean it's fancy. No, it's, definitely, it's definitely not Chanel, the drag queen. Uh, yeah, no, I, I like all scents. It, I, I don't like the ones that have too much alcohol in them, and they just like disappear. It has, they have to like stead. I see. I always remember what somebody smells like yeah. if somebody smells nice you always remember if they fucking stink like it just embeds in my memory or if someone has bad breath oh the breath is the worst I actually was just talking about this the other day I was like what is the best thing to do if someone has smelly breath do you tell them do you not tell them what do you think you should do uh, I always would either like offer a mint or you know I, I love um I love these breath sprays. They're really yeah. handy. They're handy to carry around. Mm. And like, they're very like 1990s. <laughs> very 1990s, but pennies are all over them. They love them. Yeah. Well, the pennies ones are kind of shit. You need to get them in the pharmacy, like pay a little bit more and they like, they last a little bit better. They're just nicer for a little, like, I just like 
a fresh breath It's nice to Especially if you're talking to people I just Oh I don't know It just It rots me when people Are not aware of that Yeah So I always just say Do you want some And they always go Oh no I'm fine I'm like No I think you should take some <laughs> Okay Okay <laughs> And I'm, then they I'm take some that. I'm going to adopt that yeah. Because like I, I have I've only told one person ever Because it was really bad And like It was consistently bad Oh yes and, But then I said it And I was like Oh I feel really bad I feel like a bad person But I'm actually It's coming from a good place Because I want them To If they're aware of it Then you know it's down to them to like, you know, yeah, it's, it's it. hard. But, and I think especially like around this time, people are kind of getting together or and it, I don't know if people smoke and stuff like that. People mm. just sometimes aren't aware, but it is, it's always good to just be a little bit aware boys and gals. Mm. Well, drag queens like spraying their fingers with perfume as well, because yes. it wafts through the room and especially, you know, lots of girls like using their fingers and, mm. um, a part of movement uh, and some of them really go for it like Jada Essence Hall but spraying the fuck out of her fingers I was like I always do that as well do you? yeah I always do that I've I've been there for years and I always do my legs and everything (laughs) no wonder all the fellas are mad about you if your fingers smell so delicious do you know what I mean? but you know I just think it's when you walk past it's like people just get that waft so it's always you always remember a smell a nice gorgeous fragrant lady with caramel legs <laughs> oh they say Davina smells divine um, someone when I'm a celebrity I didn't watch one episode of it Danny Miller it was Danny Miller who, who plays Miller? the gay he plays the gay in Emmerdale he's been in it for years and I don't watch Emmerdale I actually like Emmerdale even like oh it drives me nuts mm. Emmerdale's one of them, like just if I hear it on the TV it's like Chase it's yeah. like when I hear that the, the opening bars I'm like ah Get you don't off. like the chase. You don't like the chase. I hate the chase with a passion. If How I hear this, and I'm just like, oh my god! Like I will scramble, fall, jump to get the remote control. I'm like, I'm pressing it like manically to get it off because I can't. I hate Bradley Walsh. I hate the chase, and I just hate that time of day. I hate like daytime game shows. I hate Tip and Point as well. Like you're a hateful bitch. That's a great yeah. show. And Tip and Point no. with my. With my, um, I'm going to say teenage crush. I don't know if it was teenage crush, but like teenage crush, Ben Shepard. I used to be mad about Ben. Yeah, well, he used, he was a a bit of a wetter in the day, but like then he became just real. He's a real, like the male equivalent of a yummy mummy, isn't he? He's, he's a bit dull I'd say, I? Yeah, He's real like You know I say he like Loves his kids And you know Just real <laughs> like you know. If you could also just, See Davina's face As she said Loves his kids <laughs> <laughs> Loves his kids And blah 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 You know like Drives them to Soccer power Boring um, But Yeah so he Your man Danny Miller He won I'm a Celebrity Which I didn't watch at all I actually cannot I'm so over yeah. I was thinking the other day All these shows like, do you, I do you remember years ago, we used to like go out on a Saturday night and you'd rush home to see X Factor to see who got booted off. Yeah. Because it was just like, I'd be home at like half one, two o'clock, which one I heard of these days. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, to watch to see who got booted off. And it was a real like event. Yeah. Like so exciting. And then there was like Strictly was on and I'm a celeb. And uh, like, it just, there's no excitement in any of that shit now. No. Is anyone even watching Walk the Line, this new show that they have out? Well, you know, Walk the Line is basically kind of like a, a like a Tesco version of The Big uh, Deal. The Big Deal. Which yeah. Jedward are all over Twitter, like tweeting at Simon Cowell, saying that they never sent flowers for like their mom's passing or never checked in on them. And uh, now wow. they're ripping off this Big Deal show. Like, like Jedward are really going for it on Twitter at the moment. Wow. Yeah, they mm. are. They're kind of, they're really like... 
see you, Simon Cole. Very <laughs> not like, very call out energy, aren't they? I, I, I can't understand if they actually are just trying to, you know, like you know, we all get angry stay and say things or stay or stay relevant. Yeah, I'm not yeah. sure which well, it is. Like maybe it's a little bit of both. Yeah. Like you know, they still have they have a very strong fan base, so they do. I don't know. But like if you keep being like that, you're gonna get booked on TV again. Do you know what I mean? Oh, people love it though because it's like the kind of shock they don't know what people are going to say. Yeah. So people do kind of love that. But we were we were talking about um, Danny Miller and just oh, yeah. it, I just was reminded that years ago at Thursday Thursday we booked him for a PA oh. because he was like he was this kind of hot young flit in Emmerdale like back this is oh God I'm going back like maybe like 10 years and he was a real lad in Emmerdale and real yeah. kind of like chavvy and then all of a sudden he was having like this closet experience with, with gays and it was kind of like an underlying storyline Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he kind of came out and it was a big scandal. And then like the poster and all was, I remember it was like church church. It was like this chav, Danny Miller, like it kind of looked like he was going to do porn or like, oh my God. So bizarre, so bizarre. So like, I've, just I I've just Googled him. Yeah, I know who it is now. Yeah. 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 And he came to the George and I was like, what's he going to do? And you know, actually, I'm going to fucking throw this back out. It was my friend, Steve, who was manager of the George. I mean, he organized this book and, and it was purely self-serving because he fancied Danny Miller. So I'm calling you out, Stevie Devine. <laughs> well, the fun part, because you uh, booked a few of those um, actors from like soaps to come yeah. over. What was the name? Well, Christian well, came to? Yeah, but I booked them when they were actually doing something. Mm. This was just a booking to do nothing. It was just because he'd recently come out as gay in Emmerdale and Stevie thought, oh, all the gays will love him because he's, he's, but he's not actually gay. Okay. So, yeah. so he shows up to the George and he's with his manager, um, who was quite nice. And maybe, maybe the manager was a bit gay, gay or very metrosexual at the either or. Okay. But I tell you this now, Danny Miller was not comfortable. Oh. He was not, he was not comfortable. He wasn't having a nice time. He was in fact, borderline the opposite and down in the drinks to deal with the gays. Christ. Yeah. Now, now that being said, this was years ago and maybe it was at the start of the storyline and I'd say he was getting loads of mad gay attention that he was yeah. probably uncomfortable with. Maybe he's moved on a bit now and maybe he's a bit more relaxed with it all. Well, he was happy enough to take the check though, wasn't he? Of course he was. But you know what? I mean, this is how you always know. He was literally, as soon as it was done, out the door. Yeah. Like, gone. Yeah. Like, no interest. Yeah, he's so, tempted by your legs. No, not tempted by my legs, not tempted by my feminine ways, my wilds, not at all. No, just not, um, not really enjoyable to have around at all. Wouldn't be rushing back for a second book. And let's just say that. Jesus must be asexual then if he can't even be tempted oh. by your long legs. You uh, must be gay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I used to love that when you booked the soap stars to come and uh, you weren't allowed to mention the soap opera they were in or their soap character. So you have yeah. to be like, star of stage and screen, it's Donnie Miller. <laughs> Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, <laughs> you couldn't say Emmerdale. It's so strange, isn't it? Oh, so strange. Uh, but it, it, more calling out stuff because obviously Jedward are calling people out but Britney is on the warpath again like obviously this is going to be for a while this time her I um, she set her sights on Diane Sawyer and the interview that Diane did with her and everyone kind of remembers that it's kind of like that Diana and Martin Bashir video mm -hmm. um, like 
Brittany was crying on the telly. She said that her dad showed up to the apartment with like three men and basically told her that she had to do it. She was being accused of being like a shopaholic. She said she'd barely left the apartment in a year. And she was devastated, obviously, over her breakup with Justin Timberlake. And then all this mad stuff were being saying to her. And she was being basically shamed and, and kind of almost slut shamed. Mm. And yeah, the, the, the message she's been putting up on Instagram is like seriously calling out down. But we need a tell all. We need an Oprah. We need a sit down. We need we a book. We need something because this, all this kind of like gibberish, yeah. like, you know, all these like big long spiels, it's like condense into one thing, mm-hmm. say your piece and then get on with your life. Yeah. Like it's, I just don't think it's healthy to, to be constantly just kind of going back and getting quite aggressive. She needs to just like say what you got to say and then move on with your life fully but I did like how she kind of said in her little statement I would like to say now ma'am I'm a Catholic slut and I'm like she's poking fun at everything as well like she's not dumb but I Hey I'm Ryan Reynolds at Mint Mobile we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little so naturally when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hope, I hope she does do a tell-all because I don't want people to be twisting what she's saying. Imagine mm-hmm. if you've been silenced for over a decade, you're going to say some stuff because you're just like, this all needs to get out of me. ASAP. Absolutely. Okay, Davina, I know we have so many more hot topics still to talk about, but we do not have time to fit them all in the main episode. So if you'd like even more of our hot topics, they'll be part of our Patreon episode as well. Well, that's the end of our girly gossip. Uh, We're going to take a little moment to pause for our Patreon moment. And uh, if you weren't aware, we have bonus episodes of our podcast called Extra Little Things out every two weeks. Uh, And they are available right now. You can go and check out this week's one, which will have even more from our interview. Plus, um, the extended version of our girly gossip this week and I'm going to give a little shout out to a Patreon member this week let me see who will we pick we are going to pick Mia oh I'm going to pick Mia Mia comes to all the shows in the UK she's an absolute doll so nice and uh, Mia you are a Patreon person of the week thanks very much for supporting us over there very good what we call you here is Maya (laughs) (laughs) case of the X we'll be back in a minute Davina what's happening after we come back we're going to be talking to the gorgeous Irish born uh, Tipperary bred chef Stuart O'Keefe he's going to be talking all things celebrity chefing in the US of A so stay tuned 
Uh, okay, guys, we're very lucky to have our next guest. He is an international celebrity chef, a TV personality, an author, and all around Irish dish. Please welcome to the stage, to the stage. Yeah, we don't <laughs> no have a stage Irish. anymore. It's uh, Stuart O'Keefe, Chef Stuart. Thank you so much for coming on Petty Old Things. We are so of course. <laughs> Finally, thank you for having me on. Of it's course, been I mean, a we've been chatting time. about this for a while. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm so thrilled to have you. Uh, and there's so much that we want to know because 100%. like, I, can I? Can we start by saying? Neither of us really cook, okay? We like we're Uber Eats queens. <laughs> I, I just have to put that yeah. out there. I made scrambled egg and toast yesterday, and I was very proud of myself. <laughs> I mean, how do you even like pay the rent? Like, if you're getting Uber Eats, it's just like it's just the most expensive thing out there. It's true. Well, in fairness, I have to say I'm, I'm going to be uh, fully transparent here. I'm on a bit of a keto buzz for the last like five weeks, so I actually have been cooking up a storm. Oh. So I've been cooking the same shit every day for like what five five weeks yeah. now but trying to make the same shit taste different every day is the real challenge and just trying to like move a breakfast thing to lunch thing you feel like so bougie <laughs> you're like yeah 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 no I mean yeah if you can just do two things like you'd be grand <laughs> I can do three just, maybe. at least you can switch it up but three yeah I mean does a great I always count? say if you just do like one recipe a week maybe just like on a sit down and just like figure out like okay I'm gonna make this one different thing this week oh, and if you can just do one in a week and then you do one every week then in a month you'll have four and then you'll have eight and then you know what I mean like but yeah yeah. baby steps baby steps well Stuart listen like you of course are a big massive TV chef over in the States and here as well you had your own TV3 moment here as well Uh, but how tell us a little bit about how you got into cooking and how like tell us a bit about your background well, I, I grew up in, uh, I was born in Limerick. So you basically you were ready to, to, you know, cut up the vegetables straight away is what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. It was just, you know, so I was born there and then I obviously moved to Nina in Tipperary. So I grew up in Nina all my life. Right. Uh-huh. And so mammy would always be cooking and then my aunt would always be baking desserts. So, you know, it's kind of like every Irish mother, like, you know, put on the spuds, like, you know, or like peel the potatoes or peel the carrots, you know, all those kind of simple things. And so I would do that. And then, you know, when you're in like leaving cert and you're trying to figure out what you want to do. And I think I, I think I had like culinary arts as like my sixth choice in the CEO form. <laughs> and, um, and it was like going through the list, like, nope, 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 nope. Got this. And then it was like, okay, I don't talk to mom and dad. And they're like, oh, we should, we should go back and repeat a year. I'm like, absolutely no way. Yeah. And, um, you know, you're just like so ready to just leave like sixth year, like after you were done, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And, um, oh, yeah, girl. We're like, yeah, yeah. it was just like, you know, my brother's a teacher now in, in Leaving Cert. He'll send me like the odd, like, you know, Leaving Cert paper. And I'm like, oh. I actually have, actually have fucking PTSD, PTSD yeah. like from just looking at it, you know what I mean? <laughs> and um, so, you know, it kind of was like, you know, it's very natural to you. This is the way it's meant meant to go. And I actually enjoyed it anyway, you know, or else I was going to do art because I'd always get like A's in art. So I knew I was creative on the creative Mm -hmm. side. So I was like, look, I love the cooking. It's great. And then I went to Carl Brewer Street in Dublin. And, you know, that's where I met you years and years ago as well. And um, back in the day. And so I went to college for four years there, did a new degree program. And uh, I look, I had the best time in my life for the four years. I loved it. Like I loved living in Dublin. I had the crack. The cooking was brilliant. And, you know, I worked in lots of different restaurants there. And, you know, can I and ask, then, actually, can I ask, yeah. you know, when you go to like the, especially Calbrough Street is really famous kind of like uh, cookery school. And yeah, like, when you were in, when you were in the course, was there people in the course who you just were like, they are just dreadful. Like, why are they even here? <laughs> 
Do you know, I mean, there was probably like 35 of us now in the year, right? And I mean, no, like like maybe there could, have, there could have been like three or four that were kind of shit. Like, okay. And they kind of, they kind of dropped out by year two or they just weren't bothered and stuff oh, yeah. like that or whatever. But I mean, a lot of them though were like fairly like serious into it, like Gordon, Gordon Ramsay types. And I was like, how oh, would you go away? Like, too serious. And so it was just, too, I was like, I'm kind of here for the crack and do a bit of bacon. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but, uh, and then I just always had this fascination with like moving to America and like going to Napa Valley. And then there was a job at a hotel there. And so I took the job at the hotel. I lived there for two years. And How then, old were you know, when you went over to the States? I was, she, I'd say I was, I'd say I was 24. I think the year when I turned 24 in September. Yeah. So yeah, I was 24 when I got there in 2006. Yeah. And, um, no, 2004. And, um, I worked, yeah, not for two years and I moved down to Los Angeles because I just always wanted to live in LA and do the television thing. And, mm. and look, if it didn't work out, I just would have went back home and yeah. just yeah. figured it out there, you know? And, um, and it worked out and I got my visa and I did all that kind of like crazy stuff, um, years ago when I got my citizenship and my green card and all that. Cause that's really the headache when you're kind of here, you right. know what I mean? And back, back then. Well, even and, now, um, like now it's, it's supposed to be like, like virtually impossible, harder. isn't it? I think we have a couple of friends like, working yeah. over there in different things and it's like a nightmare trying to get, get in. So you got in at the right time. <laughs> I know. I just was lucky. I was just so, so lucky. And, um, I mean, when I got my citizenship, like Trump, Trump was in office. I was like, um, I feel like it's going to be declined. <laughs> like, like, you know, probably not gonna, like, why didn't I do this two years prior? Like, like in Egypt, I thought Hillary was going to win. She didn't. I was like, shite. And so, um, but it was fine. It all worked out. And, um, and then, yeah, like I, you know, I met my manager, Jason, like years ago, I worked at a restaurant here. He would always come in with friends. I knew one or two of those friends. And he was like, look, you should be doing television. You're a chef. And yeah. why are you working here at a restaurant and stuff? And I was like, no, I'd love to do it. I just don't know how kind of to get into it. So right. he kind of showed me the way. And then, you know, put me up for a show on Food Network, Private Chefs of Beverly Hills. And I would start doing kind of dinner parties in people's homes here. And is that, so the, the show, the um, what was it? The Private, the Private Chefs of Beverly private Hills. Private Chefs of Beverly Hills, so yeah. I, I love the sound of this already. So it's, explain what the format of that show was. So it was big. There was like six of us, like there were six of us that worked for an agency, right? Okay. And um, that agency, like in front commas, is this like an, uh, yeah, like it was kind of like, he actually was, he was from an agency that had that him in the first two or three episodes, but then they were like, we actually don't really need the agency. Okay. We just, they're just sent out on these jobs. Yeah. That's cool. all we need to know. Okay. You know what I mean? So, um, so yeah, they would like obviously produce kind of the people like, what kind of party do you want? And and then we would go do the meet and greet and then we would do the the actual party and they would throw kind of spanners in the works and you know, to <laughs> fuck us up. And I mean, it was, look, for my first show, reality show it was brilliant. It was the first show the Food Network ever did as a reality yeah. show, which was uh-huh. great. We did two seasons of it. So that kind of kicked me off, you know, brilliant. and then that started the, the ball rolling with everything else. Yeah, Stuart, I always feel sorry um, for some of the chefs that are brought on as part of like the housewife shows. It's like they don't want to be on TV, but they've been asked by producers. Like, yeah. I don't know which franchise I was watching in the last week, but the chef was brought forward going, we're having like, say, a bread and butter Potomac. pie. It was Potomac. I'm 
you remember they brought the chefs in when they were having the dinner? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't see that one. I don't watch Potomac now. Oh, like, there's just Stuart. too many of them. I don't. Stuart, hold on, Davina, how do I end this call now? <laughs> I'm, <ending> I'm, <laughs> I'm going to be like, I just, when the interviews start with the, with the new book, like, I'm going to be slaughtered. Like, uh, I don't watch a few of them. You know what I mean? Well, They're going to kill me. But, but we have Amy for that. Amy yeah. will cover me with all those questions. So, uh-huh. so like, about what you're saying about uh, the chefs. Just, they always seem so unnatural. It's like, literally, they've been shoved by a producer in front of the camera to go, well, yeah. this is the bread and butter um, pudding. Actually, who am I kidding? Everything that the housewives eat has zero carbs in it. It's a salad of some sort. It's a piece of fish. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And they have to try and make yeah, it sound yeah. really fancy with some black pepper on top. <laughs> <laughs> I know, for sure. No, it is every single time. It's just like, it's just almost like the same format with all of them, with yeah. the way the chef is introduced. And I was going to, they asked me, or so, I know one or two of the producers that do the Beverly Hills and the OC and stuff. So they'll always kind of keep me in their back pocket. If they ever have like a catering event or something like that, they'll be like, oh, it brings Stuart on for this to be a bit of crack, you know? Or So I was going to go on Beverly Hills this season. Oh, wow. um, amazing. Yeah, Close like last now. November, last November, they asked me that I was going to do, I was going to show Lisa... Rena and Erica Jane like a cooking lesson. Okay, oh, okay. At, at Erica's new house or something because you know she was living on her own now. So okay, I'll grow. They up. wanted and just to learn how to cook be, now because she before everything kind of blew up. It was kind of she got divorced and then it was like it all blew up and then like I know two or three people on the set got COVID. So the whole oh, thing was cancelled. Oh. I was raging. Yeah, because <laughs> it would have been a bit of it would have been good fun like yeah. those two. You know, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but you know it'll, that'll come around again and mm-hmm. you know I'm not and they're uh, shooting all the time like living out in in Beverly Hills and like out in Ho- Hollywood because you're, you're in West Hollywood so like living in that like, yeah. vicinity and like the the people that you must come across or the, the jobs that you get must be kind of some of them must be quite bougie they are I mean like you know I don't do as much kind of like cooking in the houses kind of anymore like the odd I have the odd person that will ask me that I've worked for in the past and yeah. they're you know if they're totally sound I'll absolutely do it. Like they're lovely people. They just want to party and stuff. Um, but some of them can be now. Like, I mean, some of the houses, the houses are amazing. Oh wow. my God. And I'd say the kitchens are like incredible. You know what I mean? So it's toilets? just like, I want to see the toilets. Just, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I have seen some of the most, the coolest houses like over the years and stuff like that. I, I met some cool celebrities and things like that. And they're just really, really nice people. But um no like nightmares though you know no what I mean everyone's like, oh, no, everyone's been sound kind of like I had one woman like, that was just giving me shtick on the phone like she just was a she just was a weapon like and is this a celebrity, and, is this a celebrity lady no, no it wasn't it was just some wealthy woman or whatever that and I had all the food here and I was like ready to go and I was like you know what go fuck yourself I'm not coming <laughs> and I literally was like called a friend like I had spent like four or five hundred dollars on food called like she was just like it was so bad where like you just had a pain in your stomach, like the, the butterflies, like just like the nerves, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? This is just not, not worth, worth it. it. Like no it's way. just not worth it. Mm-hmm. And um, obviously if I was, I was in probably a better place financially and stuff at that at the time where I wasn't like, I need every penny, you know? Oh, so wow. I was able to just like let it go. Yeah. But then I called my friends. They all came over. We had a big dinner party. It was great. <laughs> I love but, it. But, Waste not want nothing. You know, <laughs> Yeah, 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 no, it was funny. It was good. But, you also um, get yeah, to see can... whose kitchen is kind of not so tidy. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I, I'd quite enjoy a little nose around to see. Look at this dirty cow over here. What's she doing in her kitchen? Yeah. Although they probably all have housekeepers. So, yeah, I would imagine. A lot of them do, but uh, I think like 
you can find it on YouTube, Private Chefs of Beverly Hills. Like the first episode I did, mm-hmm. the kitchen was a fucking nightmare. Oh. Like it was like, it was a first reality show I ever did. And it was the first episode I ever did. So I was like panicking. Yeah. Cause I didn't know. I was like, oh God, they're going to make me look like shite and I'm going to be a terrible <laughs> chef on television and all that stuff. And, um, but it worked out really good in the end. You kind of felt sorry for me because it was such a state the kitchen was. But it was the pilot episode, so they just wanted to see that the show actually work. You know, and you were saying about like sometimes they throw spanners in the works. Like, what kind of stuff would they do? Because I've seen like I think it's like Kitchen Rules Australia is like airing here at the moment, and, and they yeah. do things like they'd switch people's meat, like in the they, yeah, like they do shit like that. I'd be like, um, I put the sirloin steaks in the fridge. Well, they're not there now. You have crab. I'm like, that doesn't. <laughs> I'm like, that, like you know what I mean? Or it's like. We're having crunchy nuts. <laughs> we're, ta- we're, ta- we're taking this from the fridge and you're going to say that you forgot it. I'm like, okay, so what would you do in that situation? I'm like, well, I'd actually go down to the fucking shops, like my new one. Like, they're like, but that's not an option. I'm like, so then you just have to figure it out and you, yeah. you know, but it's stressful, but I, it makes for a great show on television watching it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how, you know, how did you kind of transition from doing the reality um, show into like, cause you've done like all the big chat shows. Like you've, you've been the, yeah. you've done like Wendy, haven't you done Wendy Williams? Wendy Williams. I was meant to do on, I could know. Cause I sent out like Instagram stuff for yeah. Wendy would mean a photograph and stuff at the time. You're yeah. right. And I was going to fly to New York to book it and they shut everything down for COVID. Oh, it was no. literally the day. It was March 2020. Yes. Like, around St. Patrick's Day. Because yeah. I was going for St. Patrick's Day to do Irish food yeah. or something, something stupid like that. And um, and then I remember like, there are people I worked for at the time. They're like, you can't go to New York. Like it's COVID. I'm like, I'm fucking going. It's Wendy Williams. <laughs> <laughs> I was like COVID or no COVID. You know what I mean? I was so and, dying to ask because yeah. I love a bit of, we love a bit of, how you doing? So we're dying to know. And you see, you've done like Wendy. You've done Ellen. I know you've done Ellen, haven't you? I haven't done you've Ellen. Ellen's very hard because you have to do, you have to do vegan recipes with Ellen, oh. which is fine. I can do vegan, but um, I'm going to really try hard now. She's doing her final season. So I'm really going to try and get on there now yeah. with the book, with the new book, Absolutely. maybe with Amy. And um, we can do a vegan recipe from the book, I'm yeah. sure, because it's the last season. And I actually know Liz, uh, Liz Patrick, that's actually the exec producer on it. But it's like you ask her, but you don't want to keep bugging someone about it. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? Either because yeah. it's not really her show, it's more Ellen's and it's touch and go. But I saw my friend Melissa King was on it there the other day. She won Top Chef now, but. Um, she was on there and it was like seemed fine. So it doesn't. I'd say it won't be too hard to get on. Mm-hmm. But um, tell us a little bit. You were just saying about your new book that you've come out, which we are personally very, very excited about. Mm-hmm. So this is. Uh, I I don't really know what what was the best way to explain this. So like, if you're a big housewife fan, yeah, this yeah book is going to be a great either so yeah a gift or like a must have. Mm-hmm. What tell us a little bit about yeah. It's like, if you like Housewives, even if you, whether you watch all seven or eight of the franchises, like if you watch two of them, like the book is such a fun book. Like, so we basically create recipes from situations that's happened over the years in the franchises, right? Whether it be Dallas or it be, you know, um, prostitution, horror, putinesca, pasta. Like that's one, right? Like, um, Oh, tell me this, like is, Rina, is eggs a la France in the book? 
Yes. Yeah. And then there's a photograph of me. There's a photograph of me and Amy dressed up as Luann oh with the eggs in the front head. Like so you did this book. With it was because she had an extra, yeah. we she had an extra, we were doing the photo, photo shoot and she had an extra wig. And I was like, Oh, this would be funny with the black glasses and the robe. And like, you know, just Love throw that. the wig on and just, just for the crack, you know, and like it actually ended up like being a photograph of the book. So it's, that's pretty funny. We replicate a few of the situations. Um, with uh, Margaret throwing the husband in the pool. Yes, your husband's in the <laughs> pool. Your husband, yeah, so like the recipe for that is like your husband's in the polenta. I love it. So it's like polenta and stuff. Uh, a shrimp, shrimp and grits, rich bitch is another one. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, like it's all that funny, like uh, banana Zanuck smoothie. For so Serena. Oh my God, I love it. Yeah, it's really like just campy stuff, funny, like poking fun. That- Yolanda, bananas foster, you know, like <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah. That sounds like a lot of late nights drinking margaritas, trying to figure out what the recipe titles were going to be and how to make all that fit. Yeah. And don't, there's a ton of cocktails in as well. Like we literally, me and Amy were doing the book and we're like, That's what we, our next question was that we were literally like, is there cocktails? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's no, there's a ton of cocktails and there's all, they're all like three or four ingredient cocktails. Like they're super, super easy. And, um, there's some cool colors and lavender ones and, um, yeah, because even if you don't want to do like the food or anything like yeah. that, you can still do a bunch of the cocktails, you know, Liquid and do those little bites. But mm. it like it, the hope is that like the way the way I kind of envisioned the idea, I was just sitting on the couch one day. I was like, why is anyone done a book on this? Like, yeah. it's so stupid. Mm. And um, so it it'll make those super fans want to cook because of what the recipe title is totally. called you know it's what make, i mean it's making me want to cook and i'm like crap i'm just like i want to have like eggs on you know what i mean <laughs> yeah <laughs> but um it's yeah and you just you want to have like the girlfriends or all the guys and the girls whoever however you are however you are watching it like to kind of do little potlucks like okay why don't you cook that why don't you cook yeah. that then we'll have a little kind of like a premier viewing party That's coming over like with the book you know what i mean yeah. like and just people to have fun with it there's nothing out there i love uh, it. with it so it's quite it and, be, um, probably quite interactive and tell us so it's called cook it spill it throw it called cook it spill it throw it yeah. the not so real house the not so real housewives parody cookbook it's quite a mouthful serious <laughs> no i just wanted to call it like cook it spill it throw it yeah because like, i think that's a brilliant title like amy came up with that title you have to put and the then housewives. i guess i guess for like mm. yeah you, ha- you want to have real housewives yeah. in there like in the in like the book cover i have it here i know you guys you can't see it on the radio but if you <laughs> see it's it. fucking it's huge but like and it's um, really camp yeah ha- so yeah, it's yeah. like super, super camp, exactly. The, the, the stamp of approval as well from Andy, which by the way, I presume wasn't that easy, no? Like, I'm sure lots of people are it, like, oh, yeah. Andy, write a foreword for this. Do you know what I mean? Well, I know Andy for years, which was kind of, which helps, but also um, Amy Phillips works for Andy. Yeah. Because Amy has her own show on uh, Sirius XM here um, from Monday to Friday called Reality Checked. Mm-hmm. So she does her show kind of through the voices of the housewives. And yeah. when she recaps the shows, she's like, um, she's so, so good. Yeah. She's yeah. just so funny. Like she's yeah. just brilliant. Like the, the Kathy Hilton one was just so fucking <laughs> really funny. good. Yeah. She did the other day. It's really, really good. And, um, who do you think so, is the best? Who do you think is our best housewife that she does? Who's your favorite impression that oh, she does? I think, I mean, when I, when I met her, like it was always Bethany was her best. Yeah. She does a good Bethany. She like, does a good oh Ramona God, as well. What's going on? Yeah. Good- Ramona. Yeah. Ramona's good. Her Dorinda is amazing. <laughs> 
doing that. Like it's almost like a dub accent. Like, <laughs> oh, actually, wait, wait. speaking of a dub accent, I mean, is there a sneaky recipe in there from the Housewives of Dublin, the Dublin Housewives? Did you ever even get to see that no. show? For, I'm obviously joking. I never. It, it was not a big hit. Wasn't that Virginia McCarry was on it? Wasn't yeah, it? yeah, there was. There was. I know Sonia. I know Sonia that lives here. The sister. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's still on I YouTube. Never saw it. No, because um, they was could, it good or was it? Uh, it was. Um, it was iconic in it an was, Irish way. In it, an Irish way, like you'd never forget it. Like they but, people, we still quote it. Like uh-huh. and it's ten years on, so that that'll just kind of yeah. <laughs> but it's mad they never did it like a few seasons of it. Mm, they did many. They just though? did one, was it? They did one, and see, they were kind of pegging it as the Real Housewives of Dublin. But then I think there was a few legal things, so it became just it. Dublin Wives. Yeah. And then you know, yeah. I think especially in Dublin, you know, people don't really like kind of people showing off or people thinking that they're above their uh-huh. station. So it's not really. Although uh, people loved it at the same time for the wrong reasons. I mean, the gays know? loved it. Yes. The gays loved it for specific yeah. reasons. Yeah. And it will go down in history. It will. But it was very forced. Like the gals are going to head together and be in Lily's for the evening. Do you know what I mean? And like, <laughs> woo, Lily's is so far. No, not that. Um, but yeah. See, the thing with it is like, you have to have like, you have to have stuff to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like all the time. You know what I mean? Like, even like, even New York is terrible this season because yeah. of the COVID thing. It's so like, you just goes to show how little you had to yeah. do. Yeah. They're going up to Salem and upstate New York. Jeez. It's like, what would you be helps, out there for? It also helps if people are minted. Do you know what I mean? People like, seeing, yeah. people like seeing the wealth and the, the fabulous lifestyles. And like, if you're living in a penthouse apartment at the IFSC, it's, it's not so glamorous, you know? Thanks, guys. So guys, we're going to just take that off the boil and leave that for a moment. Mm-hmm. We're going to leave, uh, if you want to check the rest of our interview with Chef Studio Keith out, you can check that over on our Patreon. Uh, lots of extra content and fun stuff over there. So we're going to get on with our favourite time of the week. Okay, rotter time, Davina. It's that time of year where everyone's a bit of a rotter, to be honest, because it's Christmas. The uh, streets are bedlam and everyone's fighting to get the last Ooh. Tamagotchi to buy for their little brat at home. Um, what is your first rotter of the week? Uh, well, I have to say, because it is the festive season, I know all these companies are trying to make a quick book and everybody is scrambling to make ends meet and everyone's like, buy local, blah, blah, blah. But I don't know if you've noticed this, like, you know, if you buy from certain companies, like I'm just going to say like certain cosmetic companies in particular, they literally spam your email with offers every day. You literally like go into your email and you'll have like, you know, buy a bundle here like but it's like every day and it's like i remember reading this marketing thing before and they were saying that if you're a, an online company or if you're like an you know an online retailer that you should only be messaging someone i think it's like maximum twice a week like no more than that and these companies now are literally sending like seven mails a week like every day and kind of cut prices but it's just like fucking non-stop it's like spamming you and i just like that has me rotted because it's like i just literally unsubscribe from the new letters and it makes me not want to buy from them again because it's just fucking constant like crap information yeah you know what i mean yeah fully well i mean we're off the back of like uh black friday and thanksgiving and all those where it gets 
crazy. Do you know, that's yeah. the time of year that I love hitting that unsubscribe button the most. Yeah. I get real but pleasure. Do you know one one company in particular, like a makeup brand, I won't say which one, but literally just and I like I have to buy that much for them. Keep literally just like every day it's like, you know, a new yeah. product or new something that they're trying to push. And then because I like, you know, bought it like through their website, they have my phone number. So now they start texting me. Oh. So it's text and fucking email and I'm like, no, no, I'm sorry. Any dirty it's pictures on that now? <laughs> no, not quite. Not yet. <laughs> so yeah, so that that has me rotted. Oh, what's, you're having a Christmas yeah, delivery, so, are you? No, the, the clampers are outside. Somebody's getting clamped outside my apartment. Your Chinese is yeah. being delivered. Oh, hold the on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Ratso, Ratso, leave that car alone. <laughs> well, what's your first water? Uh, my first one is just Ryanair. Um, so I, I like, I don't want to sound like a stuck up bitch. I like traveling Aer Lingus. I do. They're great to drag queens. I can bring bags that are overweight and they will not try and charge me 500 extra euros to bring them on but in this case I was flying back from Ryanair with Ryanair at the weekend and I, I have a seat that I like I'm so, I am such an L one I'm just yeah, saying I'm I'm just thinking that one. Stuff. I was like what a hag I, I have a seat that I like I like 3F okay the reason I like okay. 3F is because 2F is still class as emergency exit seat and they'll take your bags off you because they need them up there for landing and I hate, yeah. hate when they want to take things off you yeah but I hate I, that too right so I like being up the front in 3F now when I say the plane was about 60% empty I mean 60% empty however I'm sad besides Sandra and Sean from let's say Tipperary and right. I'm squeezed into the aisle beside them and I'm like why am I stuck beside these cunts when the whole plane is fucking empty the whole plane is empty but Ryanair what they love doing is allocating people into seats right if you don't want to pay for your seat they're going to sit you wherever they want to sit you and I was like this makes no sense I'm wrecked I'd like a little nap can Sean and Sandra please bog off down the other end of the plane but instead <laughs> we're squeezed together like we're in a triple so Ryanair are top of my rotter list at the moment I'm like what is that about you know how it is they say oh are you sure you don't want to select your seat because you might end up in like you know a middle seat they literally say that I did select my seat and I still got stuck beside them oh my god well there's nothing worse than that have you seen um, the viral clips that's going around from um, the drunk passengers on Riga to Dublin have you no, seen that video no. uh, there's this drunk man and he's like Literally, like he's his top off. He's down the back of the plane and he's punching the toilet door. And he's like, he's like you that time you did my show. He's like that drunk. He's like, <laughs> and like the, the there's like a little gay guy who's like the air the air steward or attendant or flight attendant or whatever. And he's like phones down, no filming. Literally, like whoever's filming it gets the whole thing on film. And he's like you phone down. <laughs> Literally, with the finger comes out the end. You oh <laughs> like he's God. an icon of the skies. I have to say. Uh, but absolutely like what a kind of terrifying experience to be and I forgot like how mental people are when they get into an airplane I don't know if they have to be drunk to get on it or whatever but it drives me fucking nuts well have you ever been on the plane to Ibiza because it's like taking your life in your hands sometimes well um, I don't think airlines fly there anymore because of the madness that was going on there you go so yeah that kind of says it all the other thing that I want to uh, the other thing that rots me is and I please over the festive season I know you're going to be having people over to your house 
if you're having parties or having people in, please, please, please have iPhone chargers in your house. Oh <laughs> like, my God. Like, like it's can so I just essential. Say, nothing has made you sound more like a sesh queen than that <laughs> statement just there. <laughs> nothing. Please have iPhone chargers in your house always. Like, I don't understand. Like, I have all kinds of chargers in my house for all phones. Like, if you have a, you know, a Samsung, if you have a Huawei, like, I <laughs> have a charger. That's because people keep leaving them behind when you have the sesh. No, I collection. have, no, I have all the chargers. I have like USCs, I have USBs. I have just like, I don't understand how you just can't have an iPhone charger in your house. So please. So what I've started to do is this is a sneaky thing that I do. Yeah. Like my like regular friends I that I see a lot when I go over to their house when I'm like not out drinking with them mm. I'll just leave chargers in their house or okay. I'll hide them in their house like I'll hide them in little drawers I'll put them places so that I know that if I end up there it'll be okay. Oh <laughs> so, my god! So like just you know think of the think of your guests this Christmas have all the chargers because you don't want someone going literally it's like a countdown when your battery is just waning and you're like okay well this is goes you're fucked. So yeah. just be, be aware. Davina's bunker. We'll just call it that. Yeah. She's ready for yeah. all uh, possibilities. Okay. Yeah. My next one is Deliveroo. Um, I am a Deliveroo plus customer. I Because yes. I do order a couple of takeaways from now and then. Um, but, but when you think about it, so you're paying your Deliveroo plus. Now mm-hmm. they're hitting you with a service fee, which is like, what, yeah, 70 cents? That's I very don't cheeky. fucking know, but it That's is cheeky. cheeky. So now there's this fee on top of that. And if you already like for instance, I live in an area that there's a Camille. If I look at the prices of the food on Camille's website and the prices on Deliveroo's oh, website, they're already adding on money to the cost of the yeah. dishes. That's w- another thing. That they're, they're plus you know, I hope you're all tipping your riders because oh, yeah. from what we're hearing, they don't treat the staff very well. And wow. actually they're not staff because they're contractors so that they yeah. don't have to pay them in a certain way. So of course I'm going to tip my rider on top of that. Then on top of that, now they have an option to support your local restaurant. Would you like to support your local restaurant? Uh, well, firstly, I'm supporting them by ordering food from them. Yeah. Uh, and secondly... I'd like to know the ins and outs of a delivery driver. I'd love to... Oh, that'd be very interesting. I'd love to know exactly too how it works I watched a YouTube video about a guy who um, took over a, a delivery driver for the week and you kind of pick up kind of work when you want kind of and do what you want but I'd love to know exactly how it works how much yeah. money they make mm-hmm. just to know because like I, I ordered from them a bit as well but I'd hate to think that they're being taken advantage of especially when there's a lot of extra hidden fees yes. like who's getting that I'd like to know fully I mean I hope they're not being like getting a fee off the tips that we give them because I tip with card I don't really have cash very yeah, often I hope anymore. they get the tip like yeah, I hope they get the full fully. tip I, I have started a lot in the last while um, to give cash just to actually yeah, give maybe, them cash maybe I should as well because at least then I'm worried no... they're going to get fucking robbed on the streets I know but because cash is king coming. yeah cash is king uh, and in general I have been trying to tip in cash more um, but like yeah so we should all know. be trying to keep in cash by the way we should all be trying to use more cash mm-hmm. keep Cash and circulation, because yeah. um, it is, it's better for society. It's better for like for everybody. Yeah. Well, I actually tried to tip by card the other day in a restaurant in the UK and they said, honestly, you don't need to because like by the time we actually see any of it, we've seen none of it. And I was like, oh shit, yeah. that's awful, whatever situation. So deliver are kind of on my rotters list because I feel like we're just getting like, we're paying left, right and center for something. However, like I'm a gal on the go and hungry bitch at that too. So I will continue to use them. If you do have a friend
friend who's a delivery driver and would like to speak to us anonymously about mm-hmm. all that. We are nosy bitches. We'd love to chat to them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but that brings us to the end. I want to remind you, obviously, that was our Rotter of the Week. It is Rotter of the Year episode to round off the year next year. Slide mm-hmm. into our DMs only on at Petty Little Things Pod on the Instagram. If not, it will end up yeah. lost in our own DMs and we've two weeks until we record this. And we hope you all have a very fabulous Christmas. I hope you all get to see each other, go to each other's houses, mm-hmm. have the Christmas that you deserve. Don't be scared or, yeah. or fear mongers up. Enjoy yourself. Get the Christmas, Christmas ride with someone you've never yeah. met before who's only home. Visit them because that's what Christmas truly is. Sleep yeah. with someone you're never going to see again because they're gone again. Stay safe, <laughs> but more importantly, have a good time. And we'll talk to you uh, after Christmas. So Merry have a good Christmas. One. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Merry Christmas to you all. And you all have a good night. <laughs> the Christmas cackle. Oh, God. Uh, remember, stay petty, guys. Yeah, Bye. stay petty. Well, stay Christmas petty. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.